Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I am Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geisen from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Good. Good. I'm sad that uh, NFL regular season is officially over. And for the losers of us who follow teams that can't bother to make it into the playoffs, the long wait for the for the draft now starts. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean... Man, I'm excited. Uh, it's Monday. We're doing reviews. This is awesome. June, how you doing? How you doing over there? I'm excited for NFL playoffs. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> Give me G. All right. Do you guys have so, Jimmy G back or do you still have Brock Purdy? No, man. No, it's Jimmy G's done, <laughs> man. No Purdy. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy G's, G's, gone Jimmy gone G's off on an island somewhere enjoying uh, his best you, life and getting paid. Do you promise not to hate Brock Purdy if you guys lose? No, I, I'm just happy he's doing so well right now. Okay, so you're not, so not going to jump on him and start fucking bashing him? This is, this is how it works yeah, in San Francisco, right? Kaepernick didn't win the Super Bowl, and he was jettisoned. A whole bad things happened. Purdy, oh, yeah. That's the same same thing for Purdy if he doesn't pull it, pull it oh, out. Yeah, If so. Purdy doesn't pull it out, it's going to be... <laughs> yep. Come on, it's rookie... He's only Chicken. playing in five games. Come on. Oh, it doesn't matter. You're still going to, you know, take him up to Napa country and put two in the back of his head, man. And just leave is, him that out there. Why, is that why the one tastes so good? That's, <laughs> why, the wine, wow. that's, why, that's why that this, cap tastes so good. Is this good, where man. the minerality comes from? Like, wow. This is, this is right, how brutal go, 49ers are, man. If you want this the good minerality, you got you to gotta bury some QBs. <laughs> you got to bury some QBs up in those hills. <laughs> All right. So... I don't know how we got to this point, but uh, so today we're talking about the Cuba Aliados original blend Robusto. Uh, it is Robusto 5x50. Uh, comes out of the Las Lomas factory in Honduras. Uh, wrapper, binder, filler, all from Honduras. Uh, price point is $8.50. So it was released in August of 2022. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? I thought overall it was average. Um, I did like the first third um immediately kind of came up with this like really nice sweet hay roasted nuts sort of a um combination are you reading uh, my notes not... <laughs> i'm uh, just kidding oh no, apparently you said the same thing hey literally the word for uh, work, yeah oh really yeah yeah <laughs> but uh but like it wasn't anything complex but it was just enjoyable right um but for most of the cigar it was like a lot of i got a lot of this like stale cedar notes to it um you know, a lot of the sweetness got lost and it became uneventful, more uneventful. So, um, and I don't know, I don't like these bands, man. I kind of feel like it's, it's, you know, I want more spare fingers, you know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Seth, what are your thoughts? I mean, listen, I, I enjoyed it. It's, it, it's a classic Hunter and, you know, blend uh hunter and corojo blend so it just has that cream hay leather tobacco dry earth has that hunter and quality which i enjoy medium strength and body um beginning to end um eight fifty eight dollars and fifty cents did you say that that's there? interesting we it's, freaked out about it's the eight dollars and fifty cents we didn't say shite about this eight dollars um but you did not <laughs> <laughs> final final third final third wasn't as good as the first and second third. Uh decent burn, good draw. Um yeah, eight dollars and fifty cents too. All right, John, what were your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts were a hundred and nothing nothing burger. And also, man, I wish I could have saved 10 cents and got a different cigar. 
Um, tell me if you've heard this one before. Uh, pretty average overall, although the first third was good, I guess. Uh, initial flavors are kind of sweet hay and some nuttiness for the one center. So, <laughs> you know, I guess one thing you could say, it's pretty consistent. Became a little, uh, you know, flat and uh, cardboardy and uh, musty tobacco for it in, in, this, in the second third. So not unpleasant, just not as inspiring as the first third. A little bit of sharp wood, mild chocolate. Uh, last third was kind of mild chocolate wood in a dry wood center. So, you know, not unpleasant, just not dynamic enough to, to get my attention. Uh, the draw, unfortunately, had a lot of resistance to it, uh, three to three and a half notches. And, of course, I used a V-cut. So, you know, it, it wasn't the cutter because the V-cut always does a great cut. Um, maybe just a little little pack too much of that hunter and goodness. Take a little take a little hunter and goodness out and, and leave a little for everyone else. Uh, burn was pretty good. Um, had a little bit of flakiness to the ash, which was, you know, I don't care. Uh, but I wrote it down. Uh, and then I had to uh, uh, do a touch-up in the last third because it, it came uneven. So, yeah, pretty average experience overall. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, for me, the cigar started with lightly toasted cedar, dusty earth, and some mustiness. Got a light black pepper that joined a bit later. Uh, second third, saw a floral note join in and kind of picked up a bit in the final third. Uh, construction was close to perfect, just kind of have a little bit of a slightly wavy burn. Um, but I thought the cigar had a pretty average flavor profile throughout. Um, the nice thing was how smooth the combination of flavors were. So it was, you know, very easy smoking experience, um, with a low price point and kind of how smooth it is. I could see coming back to it from time to time. Um, but I could see a lot of smokers enjoying this profile and it's selling pretty well. Um, and even though the EPC version scores a little bit better than this one for me, um, that was just because I had uh, a perfect burn instead of a slightly wavy burn. But I'd come back to this cigar first before I'd go back to the EPC version. So just want to make sure that's clear. Um, all right, getting into the score. Start at the top with Seth, 6.47. June gave it a 6 even. I gave it a 5.65. John gave it a 5.55. So Seth, how'd that 6.47 match up for you? Yeah, that's about where it, where it adds up. Um I definitely smoke it again. You know, it's not like mind blowing, but it's it's enjoyable and eight dollars and fifty cents. It's you know, I like if you like Hunter and Hunter and Scars, the Hunter and Corojo qualities, then and you agree with my profile, then yeah, you, I'd recommend to pick it up. But if you don't like Hunter and stuff, then don't do it. Yeah. All right. Uh June six even. Six even. Um no, oh, it's <laughs> It's uh you know that's six even you know when you think about six even <laughs> that's a score think about this think about this yeah, yeah think about this even Alanis uh my five point six five matches up well average flavor profile really good construction kind of gets to that mid five kind of mid five mark um I'd come back to it just because how smooth it was uh, price point's fairly attractive. Um, all right, John, 5.55. Yeah, the, the score is a little low, and it's held back because we had, I had two two um, construction problems. One was the tight draw, and one was a minor issue with the burn. So if you took those aside, it'd be a 5.85, um, which still puts it in a category of like, I'm probably not going to smoke that again because it's just not that interesting. It'd, it'd have to get above a 6 for me, I think, to be engaging. So, you know, it's not unpleasant. And and like you said, I think, I mean, you know, profile, I think, is um, is not offensive in the, in the way that, like, it's not, super intense so i think it would probably appeal to a lot of smokers especially given the price point is pretty attractive in the 15 dollar cigar world so yeah all right final thoughts for you guys in on this one uh, all right i, I have one. Oh. oh you want to go ahead john i just couldn't i was trying to remember if i like the epc one more and i don't 
I, I, I think I scored Let them like roughly around the same. We're always to be honest clear on our scores. Here. Yeah, like I like my gut. My gut is the EPC had better construction, but overall, I don't think the score is that different. Like it might have been point one mm. point off, but they're both... right, John. You gave it a six point one. Okay, so pretty close. June gave it a five point eight five, and Seth gave it a four point two eight. Oof. Yeah, I so, knew this. I knew this did a lot oh, better than the EPC. Damn. I don't think so what I'll say is done. when I heard that Cube Aldeados was getting rebooted, easy for me to say, uh, this is exactly the cigar that I expected. Like I just kind of expected this pro kind of a profile, this kind of a price point, all that stuff. That's I don't I I understand zero about the EPC version of this cigar. I don't understand who signed off on it, who signed off on that price point when this was the other one. Like if you put these side to side and you smoked them and they were about the same, like who signed off on the other one being like $6 more? But let me ask you this. Were you excited to go talk about a thing that wasn't that exciting in a booth and get ignored the entire time? Were you excited about that? No, oh, not really. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, I mean, when I heard the brand was coming back, I was like, like, I don't know, like, no offense, but like, I don't know why people are making such a big deal. Like, the brand wasn't that exciting when it was originally out i can't imagine that the the reimagining or re reinvigoration of that brand is going to be all that exciting um i'm sure there's going to be a lot of smokers who are going to smoke it based on the price point alone uh and yeah who's the marketing genius that thought hey let's put two versions out and make one like twice as expensive <laughs> and the funny what? is that the funny thing is that uh augusto reyes said he would never use honduran tobacco <laughs> So they the, <laughs> so like, well, let's put some Honduran tobacco in. Honduran Puro, so that's that's the way to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it was the Honduran tobacco. I just think that the uh, you know the flavor, like this is this is more of a personal preference thing, where I just don't think the the flavor profile is is uh, combining things in an interesting, engaging way. I think it's exactly what I think about when I think about an average third. It's like, yeah, it's got some flavors. They're not unpleasant. It's a cigar. It's not at all memorable for me. So. Right, right. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. Check out the full written review on the website, developmentpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Original blend. <laughs>